Welcome to the long-awaited return of Brew Time Guys, where three buds enjoy a conversation over some brewskis. Now, here are your hosts, Chris, Jim, and Pizza. Oh, that felt so good. Some people might say I hit the wrong button. Coming. Coming at nope, you definitely the right one from Pizza's uh, hotel room. Yeah, <laughs> still still living the dream in the hotel. How's that going? Uh, every day is worse than the one that came before it, Jim. <laughs> are you are you like me? And the most god awful, uncomfortable thing on the planet is a hotel bed. Um, it depends on the hotel. Having this be like my main bed all the time, yes, I hate it. Mm-hmm. If uh, if I was at the beach for a week, I could probably do with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I used to travel a lot for work, and you know, the hotel bed is so fucking uncomfortable you can't sleep. And then, if you want to make it a comfortable temperature in the room, you got to turn on that air conditioned unit that's louder than fuck. You have people slamming doors, people walking around. No matter what you do, it, you always seem to get that bit of light that comes through your window because the curtains don't want to close all the way. It's uh, pretty much exactly that. My wife had a really cool experience. She went down to the nice little courtyard area to smoke a cigarette yesterday, and um, a drunk woman just came bursting out there and projectile vomited like just a couple of feet from her. And she's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll go back inside. I was really hoping that story was about <laughs> to take a hard shift a different direction. So, I mean, it's not downtown Davenport, for Christ's sake. <laughs> so your wife got projectile vomited. That's pretty cool. You know what I had? I had an experience yesterday, too. Yeah? Yeah. You ever had a uh, prostate exam before going into your doctor? Not officially. Well, Yeah. Well, the older you get, you know, you're supposed to you're supposed to get them a little bit more regular. And, you know, I was at the doctor and I had to get myself a nice little prostate exam. And, you know, about halfway through it, he says to me, he's like, you know, he's like, Jim, it's it's perfectly normal to get an erection during a prostate exam. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's perfectly normal. And I'm sitting here just dumbfounded. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't have an erection. And he goes, yeah, but I do. And I was like, ah, yeah. <laughs> Pasinga. Nice. Do you know? Do you know why the sperm went to work? Oh no, I do not. Because I uh, accidentally put on the wrong socks this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Feels like walking on (laughs) cornflakes. God. (laughs) See, where were you this morning when I? I don't know where you need to be with me more often because I hit the people work with that joke and, you know, yeah, they laughed, but nobody has a good comeback like that. Oh, pun intended. (laughs) 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 Yeah. One of my workers right now is on vacation. Don't you just hate it when your own joke comes back at you? (laughs) 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 One of my, one of my coworkers is on vacation in Mexico. He's sitting on the beach with his wife. They're having a beer, and I send him that joke. I, you know, I'm like, hey, why'd the sperm go to work? And then him with the punchline, he just responds back. He's like, Jesus Christ, fucking gross. 
<laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, did you guys see last night the unveiling of our new stealth bomber? No. Yeah. So that's something that doesn't happen very often. And that's not something that happens very often being unveiled to the public. So if you know the B2 bomber, it's a variant of that. We just unveiled the B21 bomber. So it looks similar. It has some differences, but they did the uh, press unveiling last night. They did it in the evening to minimize spy planes being able to see it. <laughs> they unveiled it in a hangar, but the people were only allowed to stand outside the hangar and see the front of it. So, you know, they're still trying to unveil it, but keep it as secret as possible. And, like, some of the information they were able to release so far, it it's basically like the B-2 bomber, more advanced and modern. They changed the color of it, so that way if you're on the ground and you look up, it disappears. You can't see it. It blends in. Like yeah, it looks they, all white. Yeah, it's like a, it's weird. So it like looks a, like a cloud. Yeah, and it just kind of disappears up there. And uh, it, Actually, from this angle that I'm looking at it, it kind of looks like a UFO. <laughs> yeah, and like the color is unique because it's almost multicolored it's like a lightish blue white gray so no matter what the sky it just kind of disappears you can barely hear it it has the most modern stealth uh, technology and it has the ability to totally spoof radars Hmm. like that that's pretty cool and they did it as kind of an intimidation move to china like hey look what we got leave us alone Right. There's that huh. China unveiling a lot of stuff lately too. Yeah. We pump more money. I don't know if you know this, but the United States pumps more money into its military than every other country in the world combined. I would believe and, that. Oh yeah. We spend more actually the two things that you're never gonna believe it. The two things that we spend the most on in this country our military, and video games and entertainment. No. We spend more on video games and entertainment in this country than I think numbers like the top 20 militaries combined. Good lord. Well, and here's the thing. Gotta pay them people out in Hollyweird. Well, if you two guys were the type of guys that were political aspect of you are very fiscally responsible and you don't like how countries spend money. Our country has what's known as the M1A1 cemetery or graveyard Mm -hmm. because we have pumped in so much money and funding towards making military tanks that we have more than 20 times gone over the amount of possible needed tanks ever to the point where the military has said, stop giving us funding for tanks. But each, whenever this contract came up, like each year it was more money, more money, more money. 
So we keep building all these tanks, and they go straight out to a graveyard and just sit there. Because they're like, we don't, we have such an abundance of tanks that we can arm damn near every country with these tanks. And they just sit out wow. in a fucking yard waiting to fucking scrap out. That's pretty wild. And it'll never change. That's nuts. I thought it was pretty cool. Pretty cool looking plane. Our country's not very good at spending money. That's not a secret. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, we were doing okay, you know, for a couple of years ago. Yeah, a couple of years ago, you we were doing so well that people were getting paid not to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, imagine that. Now, uh, <laughs> now we're just in shambles. I put $90 into my gas tank today, and I'm just below three-fourths full. Nice. I have a big tank and a big vehicle. That's my own doings. But Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I will say this. The gas prices have gone down. Not to what they were, but they, they, have, gone, they have come down a little bit, which is nice. But everything else still costs a shit ton of money. Yep. Yeah. The yeah, grocery store. I, I went to the store and I bought. I got toilet paper and like three boxes of cereal for my kids, and that alone was like almost forty bucks right there for those mm-hmm. four items. Yeah, we did that. A, we did a grocery run on Friday just to grab something for dinner for the evening. And it was like 50 bucks for a single meal for two people. And it's mm-hmm. not like we made an egregious meal. What are you doing for your meals? Uh, so we have a little like kitchenette in the room and I bought a mm-hmm. uh, electric skillet. So, I mean, we can basically do anything that isn't baking. So um, more or less the normal type shit. Yeah, but you you have the ability to do stuff, but you're also limited on space and storage. Sure, yeah. No, for sure. I mean, we got a couple of cabinets and a refrigerator in here. They gave us, like, a suite, but uh, it's not like we're, like, stocking up like we would if we were at home. How Are you eating your meals there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, cause we, we, when we first got put in this situation, we were definitely eating out a lot more, but I mean, that just became pretty ridiculous. So, well, yeah, and I mean, I'm sure when you first started there, you didn't think you'd still be in there at this no, point in time either. No, definitely not. How, how long have we been in this hotel? Since August. Jesus Christ! And they still haven't started. They still haven't Gotta even love started. insurance companies, man. It's uh, it's been it's been pretty fun. Have you been calling and complaining and trying to do whatever you can to get shit going? I know there's well, not a lot you can do. So we're essentially at a point now where it's it's a waiting game for the contractors. Mm-hmm. We got to get uh, the, the HVAC has to be replaced. So they're setting up now with an HVAC guy. guy. Oh, wait, no, he quit. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't just see like it going did there. <laughs> just like he does in everything else in life, he quits. Um, 
So you got to replace the whole HVAC, huh? So the the HVAC is like thirty year old unit, and uh, it mm-hmm. was it was we were planning to replace it anyway. Well, yeah. immediately after the fire, it started acting crazy. Like it was just like running at a hundred percent. The firefighters were like, "Well, just turn off your you know heating and cooling. Just let the fan run, ventilate the place." So we're like, "Okay, it makes sense to us." As soon as the restoration company saw it, they're like, oh, no, you're blowing soot everywhere. You you need to turn it off. Well, then mm-hmm. it wouldn't power down from the thermostat. So they ended up killing the breaker for it. So they're like, this thing, we're going to have to get this thing inspected, you know, because we're not sure what's going on with it. We're like, okay, cool. Makes sense to us. And then it just turned into, yeah, it's probably, it'll probably work if you clean it up, but the coolant is low. It's going to need a refill. You can't get this kind of uh, coolant anymore. It, basically, it was just like, it's going to be expensive to tune this thing up and you might as well replace it. So, but now there's no climate temperature control in the house, so they can't do drywall and paint, you know, anything like that. So now we're waiting on HVAC guy so everybody else can do what they got to do. Because now it's cold as fuck in your house. Yeah, they ended up winterizing the house, so there's no water going to the house. It's it's a nightmare. I mean, and good luck scheduling an HVAC guy uh, three weeks before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, dumb question, but do you have pets? No, no pets. No pets. I was going to say, like, what are they living with you in the hotel? God, it's going to suck. Yeah, think, think, I mean, we... A pet was definitely on the like docket, um, but thankfully we didn't pull the trigger, you know, because that would have been a- like a fish. That's going to be our pet, <laughs> yeah. a fish. That way, when this happens, we're just flushing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not frowned upon by PETA when you, you know, it's kind of frowned upon by PETA when you flush it or try to flush That's a cat or a dog down the toilet. So you basically have, I'm going to say, what, another two to three months there? Yeah, probably uh, longer. Lacey is desperately Dude. trying to be on the goddamn show. I, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so distracting. I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb, dude, and say he's probably not going to even see the inside of his house, like outside of the hotel living there, till probably spring. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I mean, they told us when... Uh, we we signed like we had the pre construction meeting and stuff and they they were like yeah you're looking at uh, four months and that's like if oh Jesus every, that's April at least yeah and that's that's if there aren't any any like snags and I mean I work in construction there's going to be snags there's always like, there's snags going to be but see that's what sucks so bad and it's such bullshit because you just burnt down part of your kitchen you know burned down the whole house I understand right. all the other shit that came along with it. But you're you're sitting there from this aspect like, fuck, I could go home and clean up my kitchen on my own. I mean, I, I'd talked to me, me, me and Lacey, it's, I had said to her before, if you gave me like one or two guys that I know, we could have had this thing knocked out in a couple of weeks. Like if I just oh, had absolutely. like all day to, you know, to work on it. But I could have came I, out there and fucking helped you out and been done in a week. And, but the thing is, is I could have cheered you on. That's the shitty part is the, because the, it, it took forever to get any progress at all. So the longer it sat, 
the worse everything got. Because that soot just sat on everything. It ruined a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. It uh, it blew all over the house. It's like it, it literally settled and anything that you could possibly imagine. So, I mean, oh like my God. the day after the fire, we're looking at it and we're like, all right, this isn't too bad. Like, I mean, it definitely sucks, but totally not as bad as we thought at first. Well, a week later, when we went and looked at it, it was like somebody took like black chalk and just blew it everywhere. And we're like, uh, it didn't look like that last time I was here. <laughs> the fuck is this? Great. That Jesus. sucks. <clears throat> I feel free, man. That That's God damn. Coming from a guy who had to stay in hotels for a while traveling for work, but I got home on weekends. I feel for you. <laughs> I know it sucks. Yeah. How's your internet for gaming? The the internet. I, I'm sorry. Lacey is like text. She is texting me questions she would like me to ask on the show. Go right ahead. Go ask them. Go right ahead. Just, just tell me what you want me to ask these guys. I'm not playing the voice recording. You're an insane person. Hey, what do you want me to tell them, Lacey? <laughs> okay. That's what I love about this podcast. Anything and everything can happen. Oh my god. Okay. She wants me yeah, I, I didn't want to like get into every single detail about yeah. the situation because you know it's supposed to be fun and we're just hanging out and talking. <laughs> we went this to the house. Lacey went to the house the other day to like just check the mail and you know, all that stuff. So um I told you the HVAC had been turned off at the breaker. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes in there. HVAC's running on emergency heat. Somebody restored the breaker. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I feel at this point like she needs to be the one to tell the story if he's not telling it right. I, there's, there's nothing I can do, right, Chris? There's absolutely nothing. I, I, I mean, <laughs> at least you've accepted that in your life but at the, this point. But the they they left our door, our friend. There's two little French doors that go out to the back porch. They left them wide Great. open. Heat's running full blast. <laughs> now the crawl space is wide open. Does do you have to pay for that? Um. Well, so it it was like so, how does that work for utilities when you're not there? It so we've still been paying utilities, but with everything uh, winterized and turned off, it, it's been like next to nothing. I mean, it's like laughable right. that there's even a bill at all. Well, she Man, got like uh, that. <laughs> our electric company uh, sent her a message that was like urgent usage. You've used five hundred and forty something kilowatts of energy in twenty four hours, and she's like, "Uh, <laughs> we're not living there. What the fuck." <laughs> you're, you're, you're thinking to the neighbors like you know these drop cores and run off of our shit <laughs> so um we're, we got bums loading up doing meth up there partying we're definitely going to try to fight to be like hey you know somebody needs to um pay this because we weren't or there at least reimburse you for it yeah. you know this shit yeah. wasn't even supposed to be on in the first place and they got it running on emergency heat for over 24 hours <laughs> Oh my god! That's a heavy. Oh usage. my god! I bet it was really warm. <laughs> you know, um, you would be sad to know that it was only like sixty-three degrees in the house when we. When oh fuck! Oh jeez! But I mean, they had the doors wide fucking open. Yeah, 
you know, mm-hmm. so I probably got What's a fan, been your family average temperature out there the last. The last time I went uh, in the house prior to this, it was 48 degrees in the house. <laughs> oh, my God. And it ran long enough to get it up to 63. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. We had a, a guy at work the other day. I keep marking these clips of every time pizza gets distracted by his wife because his facial expressions reactions are funny. This so, is why I've missed the past couple of shows because I've been uh, imprisoned. Uh, <laughs> yes. We, we haven't done a show since our Halloween episode. I know. And we I are know. approaching Christmas. <laughs> and every one of us are blamed. Approaching Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Was yeah, that almost a, that's a month? So, so to be fair, we're all to blame. We've each had stuff come up, and there's actually been like maybe one or two honest. times. There's been like one or two times where we actually were free and available to do the podcast. But I said to Chris, I'm like, you know what? I've been working a lot lately. I'm exhausted. Can we just get on and play some Warzone? <laughs> and then yeah. we play some Warzone. Yeah. Well, the the week, the last, what, last weekend or whatever you asked me, you're like, well, what, what do you want to do? You want to podcast you want to play warzone and i was just i was beat <clears throat> i was so exhausted i was just like warzone i just i don't have the energy right now yeah but because it's like i tell you that whole month of november that was screw the whole no shave november it, it was like no sleep november for me man <laughs> it's been like that lately for me yeah same the, i've been uh, trying to find motivation the, and I'll be best. honest, pizza. Can I? Can no, I'm I be, sorry. I, can, I, sorry, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to interrupt you a second, but I have to be honest. Like, I kind of used fair. you as a scapegoat a couple of times because I'm like, well, deep down, I really didn't feel like doing the podcast because I was just so beat. I've been having no tons of work, no sleep, and I'm like, I'm gonna throw this one at pizza, and if pizza doesn't respond, or maybe pizza <laughs> doesn't want to do it tonight. Then I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> he's he's going to pull me through on this one. If I'm going to, if I'm, if I'm being, if I'm being honest, um, the, uh, you're like same Z's. Well, the past couple of group texts, when he'd been like, Hey, Hey guys, we podcasting tonight. I'm just like, it's a coin flip for me. So I'm just going to wait and see what Chris says. <laughs> oh, oh God. And that's and why it looks funny because because you go silent. Being honest was, now, you go silent. You text me, and he's like, "Hey, uh, we're we're gonna do the podcast. Let's see if pizza's uh, available this week to do it." Because there, there's there's <laughs> been a couple of times there. It's just like I'm just sleepy, man. Like, just, oh god, yeah. And the thing is, like you know, with my work schedule being so rotating like this, it's one of those things where. You know, I do have, when I do a little time, I'm like, well, I want to do something with the kids. Then I'm tired and, well, your hours are different than ours because you're ahead of us. And it's one of those race against the clock to try to get in an hour of podcast. And it's not like we don't like doing the podcast. Obviously, we all do it. We've doing it for a while. But you just get tired. You don't, you've been busy with works. You know, I mean, like prep and nothing prepped up to have any ideas what to talk about or. Right. And like, Jim, you know, the same thing I do. It's like you, you have kids that, you know, you need to tend to shit that they're, they got going on. And mm-hmm. by the time you're done with that, you're just kind of like, 
fuck this. I just don't feel like doing anything. Like yeah. the kids just kind of took it out of me too. I will say this. Thank God. My daughter has not had band practice any later than five thirty on uh, certain days. So it's just during marching season. It was, she was there till like nine, nine thirty. Now it's like, she doesn't, she gets done at like five thirty. I'm like, thank God. That's like so much better. Plus it's a reasonable time to where when I pick her up, then it's like, we can get dinner. Whereas before dinner. I was like, <clears throat> yeah. Whereas before it was like eat dinner before marching band and oh, it's nine thirty on our way home. This God dang. If my kids don't eat me out of house and home, man, I eat myself out of house and home. You know, uh, I just Pizza was would thinking, do the same, but he's in a hotel. <laughs> yeah, I'll eat this place in the ground too. Don't worry. <laughs> do, you, do you get free breakfast at least while you're at this hotel? We yeah. do. We do get free breakfast, but unfortunately, I have to work, so I I don't ever get to <laughs> take advantage oh, of the See, I was gonna say what you gotta do is put that free breakfast in your pockets, and then you got free dinner. I have I have definitely uh, stolen plenty of muffins and oatmeal packs. I fucking eat this shit later. Uh, it was so funny uh, what you said, Jim. Not not to cut you off, but you're when you're like, uh, yeah, it's just you know just been tired. So I was like, man, let's just play some Warzone, and it's essentially saying. Man, I'm too tired to sit at the computer and talk for an hour. So let's uh, sit at the computer and <laughs> the talk. Computer talk for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, but nobody's recording me, and I'm not required to think. <laughs> Very true. Uh, so you you're still a non-smoker, right? You're just sticking to the vape. Yeah, yeah. So probably killing me faster. I'll <laughs> tell you this much. I just quit over a year and a half ago now. So when I was traveling, some of the guys I was with would make sure to get smoking rooms. And I said, absolutely not. No, dude. It's anybody listening. If you're a smoker, don't stay in a hotel that's smoking. And if you do stay in a non-smoking room, because I'll tell you this much. They do not invest as much cleaning in the smoking rooms as they do the non-smoking rooms. Definitely not. They're fucking gross. And the only reason I took a smoking room like a couple times, and that was just because the weather was so shitty that I wasn't going to try to go outside. But, oh, my God, there was this one hotel. I was already I, I check the hotel on the bed bug report website before I even go there. And this one hotel that we were going to stay at, I told one of the coworkers, I was like, dude, this is on the bed bug report. It's gross. And like, we have a list of where we're technically required to stay because the company has an account. And it was so late. He was like, well, let's just go anyway. It's too late. And I'm like, I don't want to. It's on the bed bug report. So, of course, we get there and I get a smoking room. So it's already fucking gross. And I go into my room and I'm like, I'm going to start inspecting for signs of bed bugs. Now, you know where bed bugs like to hide, right? Like at night when they're sleeping before they come out, like in between the mattresses and the crevices and stuff. So I go and I lift my mattress and I flip that son of a bitch over and I'm like, 
Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I did not see bed bugs, but what I did see a used condom. No, it was still bugs. It was still insects. Oh, okay. Like I had probably like eleven or twelve spiders, and I say about most of them were dead. One wasn't, but then there was a couple like little other tiny bugs that were moving around. And I'm like, yeah, we're fucking gone. I, I took a picture of that, sent it to my the guy next door, and he goes, "All right, we're leaving. I'm packing my shit. Let's go." <laughs> I'm like, that was just oh so fucking God. gross. And so ever since then, every hotel I'd go to, I would look in between there. Oh, pizza! I'm sorry, I don't mean to horrify you. No, no. Uh, He's gonna go look under his mattress. I guarantee you. <laughs> no, we're we're screw uh, that. He texted his wife right now, and that's what she's doing. Yeah, Lacey's looking. Well, we, we've been here long enough now that I think if there's an issue, we would have certainly found it. Well, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't here. mean you still won't be grossed out by what you find. Hey, man, you don't want to know how the sausage is made. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll tell you this much, though. When I'm in those hotel rooms, there's not a part of that hotel room that doesn't go in my butthole. I spread that son of a bitch everywhere, so everybody knows Jim was here. That's <laughs> the only way to do it. <laughs> I tell you what, you, you know where I do always... <clears throat> or. Uh, did anyway always enjoy having a smoking room the casino really oh yeah it's it's great man because uh there's a little bit well i guess it depends on the casino but uh they they're not in the business of turning you off so you never come back they want all of your money mm-hmm. so i mean everything's like still pretty nice but you're coming back to the room at 3 a.m almost blacked out and you get to just come sit in the shittiest armchair you've ever seen in your life and light a ciggy up while you got the TV on. Oh my God. It's so nice. And cry about how much money you lost. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So what do you play at the casino? I like blackjack. Me too. I, uh, so I used to work surveillance for the casino. So I really, for a while there was big into playing craps. The thing Cannot about understand it. That's the thing about craps. The thing about craps is you lose, there's a lot to learn and a lot to know. So once you're learning it, then you start like, Oh, this is a fun game. And then you start playing it and then you leave the industry and it doesn't take long before you start forgetting everything about craps. It's like there's like 78 different ways to bet it or something Mm -hmm. crazy like that. I mean, the best way to go about it is just to go in and play the pass line with odds and bet on the six and eight. Man, I tell you, I'm really good at roulette. I got millions of dollars in GTA from that. Just saying, you want you want some professional roulette tips? Uh, you know, come with me in GTA. I'll take you to the casino and we'll we'll win millions. I haven't been to the casino in a while, but man, I used to have a lot of fun. The, so, the very first time I ever went, all my friends at the time played roulette, and um, they were kind of explaining to me like, "Yeah, you just pick a number or pick a color or whatever." But we always pick the colors, and my buddy's like, "Man, look." Uh, red came out like the last like five or six times you know blacks do i put i put it on black and i'm like okay no, double zero green before. never done this before so <laughs> i had i had brought like two hundred dollars with me or something 
I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, black's definitely going to hit. So I'll just double my money real quick. Oh. And uh, came out red. And I'm like, oh, OK, well, I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of the fucking time I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me tell you this story. Uh, this has happened twice to me now. So the first time I ever went to the casino, I, I brought I, I don't bet a whole lot. I just I, I usually take twenty dollars and that's my limit. I'm usually pretty good about not spending a lot of money there. So I take this $20 and we go to the slot machines and I sit there, I put it in. I I burn through that $20, like $19 quick as possible. I'm down to a dollar. My buddies that are with me, they're still sitting at their machines just going do, 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 do. I mean, they're just racking up money. I'm like, well, this is boring. So I find this one machine that it's like, oh, here, let me put it, put this last dollar in. All of a sudden it hits. Okay, now I got like $5. I play it again. It hits again. Now I've got like $15. Hits again. I ended up leaving that machine with $150 off $1. And that's happened to me only twice in my life. Any other time I I burned through that $20 like it's nothing, man. So I'll tell you this much. Kyle, Glass Fox Gaming, he... uh used to work with me at the casino. <laughs> he's, he's a surveillance guy at the casino with me as well. And if, if there's some nuances to these games. If you're there enough, you can learn how some of these games are played and how to win them. So when we were working, we brought in these new Indiana Jones slot machines. They were the big buzz. We only had four of them, but man, they drew a lot of attention. But then we noticed like there happened to be a guy who would win fairly often on there. So we started watching what he was doing and then we figured it out like, oh shit. And then we started like looking into these quite a bit and then me and Kyle and our buddy Jason who worked there we figured out how to hustle these Indiana Jones machines. And we're like, this is fucking awesome. So me and Kyle would go to the casino here and they had four of those machines as well. So me and Kyle would sit down and they allowed you to play two machines at once. I would play on one machine. Kyle would play on two machines and it would leave one machine open and we would just sit there and slowly push the button and just wait. Slowly push the button and wait. Because what you notice is when people play, they always do like the max lines and the max bets. This is their spin, 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 spin. Mm-hmm. So what we would do is we would play just a small bet and a small line and slowly push the button and wait. Slowly push the button and wait. Because there's one seat open on that four bank spot. And we would wait for that one person who would come in and sit down. But see, the thing is, we noticed that on the jackpot screen up there, there were small tells on when that was going to hit. And the way that the Indiana Jones machines worked was once it would get, you knew when it was about to hit the one, like there's four different stages of jackpot and each one, it would go into a certain bonus. And everybody who's at a machine is in on the bonus rounds for free 
and you have a chance to win a lot of money plus the jackpot. So what we would do is we would just sit there, click, click, and just wait. And then somebody would sit in the middle, and we would know, we'd sit here and just wait. All right, we're about to, like, and nobody knew that. They, did, they didn't know that you could read the machine and see when it's about to hit. And then all of a sudden, max bet on all our machines, max bet, push the button. And we, then we would stop and just wait and let this person keep wasting their money to bump it up into that ding, 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 now we're in the bonus. And then you have a one in four chance of getting the bone, the actual jackpot. But you would, we, we walked out with two grand. <laughs> and we didn't Please. spend shit. And we wow. were like, that's so awesome. And they even said something to us about it. Because their casino knew that we worked at the other casino. And they were like, yeah, you guys can't play that machine anymore. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I know it's well, not a big winning, but it was still hustling the machine. I mean, two grand's kind of big for some. Yeah, I think Kyle I mean, won the. I mean, I'd love to have two grand at this point. Yeah. That's about Kyle the most I've ever won. Well, Kyle won the bad beat, which was 30 grand. Oh, shit. Jesus. What was the beat? Yeah. Do you know what the you know what bad beat is? I do. Okay, so the bad beat was the de- the bad beat jackpot was up to 30 grand and he was playing in a Texas Hold'em poker tournament. I don't remember how it played out, but he lost the hand. But then, like, everybody started cheering for him, and he's like, what are we cheering about? I just fucking lost. <laughs> and they were like, no, you won the bad... I don't even know how the bad beat works, because we didn't have that at my casino. It's, uh... It, I'm not exactly sure the parameters, but it's... You usually have to have, like, a certain hand, like a high-caliber hand, like a uh, a full yeah. house or a straight he, or something, and somebody He had a four-of-a-kind. He had and, a four-of-a-kind and lost, like, a straight flush. Yeah, because the odds of that happening are fucking, like, astronomical. Yeah, and so when you win the bad beat, like, 30 grand is out, and and he split it with the table. So, he That's ended up nice leaving with, like, 20. I wouldn't have done yeah, that. He, he ended up leaving with 20 grand. I wouldn't grand. have split shit. <clears throat> it says here, the bad beat means a high-ranking poker hand that is beat by a higher-ranking hand. The bad beat jackpot is paid out when a minimum hand... Of four of a kind fives are beaten by a higher four of a kind. Okay, that's that's what I that's reading it off of the MGM that, Grand. That sounds like how Kyle described it. He, uh, yeah, he ended up getting twenty grand, and then like I think he said eleven or twelve grand was split amongst the table. Yeah, and <laughs> it says here. It says here, the term bad beat is used in both poker and sports betting when something unlucky costs you a win. It broadly means you had a hand that was very likely to win in poker sense until the other player got one of the few cards they needed to win the hand. I'm sure it applies to strip poker, too. (laughs) Okay, so um, you you had mentioned, and this is kind of off of the uh, betting uh stories now but uh you you had mentioned the indiana jones slot machines did you see they're coming out with a new indiana jones movie 
I saw it, but I never decent. Somebody I never watch any of them. Yeah, if you like CGI, man. I mean, they may. I mean, we all know how Harrison Ford looks now. I I don't near death. I don't get so upset about the CGI stuff that a lot of people do because I mean that's just the way they've made movies now since like two thousand. So. Hey, pizza. What do you call a zombie masturbating? I, I'm not sure. A dead beat. A dead beat. I knew that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never really watched Indiana Jones movies. I just those. Me and, Star uh, Wars. Me and my son just started watching. We watched the first one yesterday. I've been watching Wednesday lately. I've been watching that. Dude, I loved it. I thought it was really good. I'm. Did I got one episode. It? Yeah, we finished it. I got one episode left. It is good. They did a great I, job. I have. I, I just started the fourth episode. How many you episodes see, are in it? Eight? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You see how everybody's absolutely obsessed over Jenna Ortega's improv dancing for that scene? Yes. Like everybody's just in love and obsessed with it. It's like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I didn't it, think anything it of it. Yeah, I, no. I, just, I was like, oh, that was a pretty good scene. And then I saw online, people were like, oh, my God. And I was like. Yeah, like everybody's creaming themselves over it. I'm like, okay, I get it. It was, it fit. It worked. But I don't understand, like, the cultural significance. But I, I'm enjoying the show. I'm liking it. Yeah, I, th- I think that's obviously going to be around for a while. I did just discover a new show on Netflix that I started watching today, the first episode of. Oh, yeah? What the fuck was it called? I couldn't tell you that. The Great Escape, I think. Okay. Um, Do you guys remember Top Gear and Grand Tour? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's Richard Hammond from that and Tori Belechi from Mythbusters. They're stranded on an island and... They basically, it's like Bear Grylls, you know, but with those two guys. Is it it's a actually, reality show or? It's uh, no, yes, no. So <laughs> it's like Bear Grylls, you know, Man vs. Wild, but it's also scripted, but <clears throat> not scripted. So they're they're legitimately out there in the in, on a desert island, deserted island, you know, and uh. They they are tasked with survival. They do have a full film crew, but the difference is like from like a Bear Grylls type thing is they do have a fuck ton of supplies at their disposal, but nothing like super good. And like everything's like, oh, here's a here's a shipwreck full of fucking power tools that are in bad shape and low batteries, but have stuff nonetheless. And the very first thing that they did was build a fucking car. <laughs> oh, of course they would. Yeah, they they took a bunch of wood and made like an entire... It basically looks like a soapbox that they put a lawnmower-type engine in from the boat. <laughs> and it fucking works. <laughs> oh, I bet, I bet it does. And they're like, we got to use it sparingly because there's not much gas. <laughs> well. So... It, 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 it seems like it'll be an entertaining enough show just to kind of keep interest. 
I uh I just recently started well I I say started but I finished it uh as well. So on Hulu they have uh Casey Anthony now in a series where she explains her side of the story for why it is or what happened to her daughter. She was just uh, caught the other day at a strip club on the on the dance on the stage dancing but not as a stripper. Yeah, was, that doesn't surprise me. Imagine that. Yeah. But I tell you, after watching that mini docu, I say mini docu series because it was like a three episode documentary, uh, document, whatever, uh, <laughs> documentary, document, doc. Yeah, I speak document cock. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I tell you, man, I I have a f- strong suspicion that her father was heavily involved in that not saying that she is uh free and clear out of the woods from not being involved but i have a feeling her father had a lot to do with it i mean maybe but it's, it's really hard there's a lot of just bad juju stacked up against her to really rule her out of any involvement right i mean look at all the search history stuff that she had on her computer Yeah, and in this series, like, she sits there and she tries to play it off. Like, she basically, she her whole thing was um, that he told her what to do, and she just, cause she kept saying over and over again, I was just doing what I was told to do. I was just doing what I was told to do. And, like, her dad, I guess raped her when she, until she was like 10 and then and, when and she then turned her brother 10, started yeah then her brother started until she was 12 and like her dad at her her daughter's funeral was like really weird and like he sat there and like one of the we- phrases he said was i'll miss her sweet sweat smell and like that's it was a just, weird thing to say about anybody ever. At a, yeah, <laughs> let alone a child at their <laughs> funeral. Like uh-huh. they played the clip, and it was just like, "What the hell is this dude into?" I know, uh, Lacey. I'm Mister Sweet Sweat dripping on me. Uh, and I, right. I, I tried to. I tried to watch it, but um, I, I'm just biased. I I think she's a garbage human. So the whole time I'm just like, mm-hmm. fuck you. You're a piece of shit. You're a liar. Fuck you. And then I ended up. Oh, absolutely. Asleep. Absolutely. I know there's a, there's a show that I know none of you guys have probably watched, but God, I wish you did. So you can understand my frustration inside man on Netflix. Hmm. No, I Never can't say. Of, uh, yeah, but I've been okay. here. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna see if I <laughs> it. I I I stopped. I gave up watching it today. I I finally said enough's enough. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can see if there's a synopsis online because I don't even know how to describe this fucking show. So hopefully, like IMDb has a synopsis or something. Because dude, this show is just it's a fucking clusterfuck and nothing makes any sense. Oh, hold on. By the way, that show you were thinking of was called The Great Escapists. I said The Great Escape. I was so close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I 
Google it to see see a little bit about it, and then I couldn't find it. I was like, okay, I got now. I just got to look up Richard Hammond and see what he was in. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna t- okay the synopsis of this show. And what's this one called? Inside Man. Yes, I'm very interested. I'm I'm pulling up a synopsis now. He wants to know the different positions. <laughs> Okay, here this is this why the fuck? I click on it and then it like goes into a big ass article to something else. Just give me the straightforward. Alright, here we go. This should do it. A police detective, a bank robber, and a high power broker enter high stakes negotiations and no 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 totally different. Anyway, so <laughs> This oh, does it along. have Stanley T- uh, Tucci in it? Or That's why was? I was watching it because I love that guy and everything he plays in. But see, the thing is, he's the only. He, he, oh my god, this show's so fucking frustrating. So uh, where to start? I don't know if this play if this show takes place in fucking Britain or the U.S. <laughs> they are all over the fucking place. So. Over in the UK, this journalist, the show starts with this journalist being harassed by, by somebody on the on a train. And some woman stands up and defends her. And they become friends. And they meet up for tea and other things like that. But then this journalist gets this fascination with Stanley Tucci's character, who's on death row, which is fully fucking American in a fully fucking American prison. But she comes and goes from his prison. Like she walks, she goes to interview him in prison, but then she goes to meet her friend and they're like doing the, like, are you in Britain or are you in America? (laughs) And then like, there's threats of, well, we're going to get the FBI involved. Okay. But I thought we were in fucking Britain. And then dude, like this is one of those most convoluted, I'm going to give you spoilers and I don't give a shit because it's the show sucks. It makes no sense. And just, it is what it is, but there's a minister or a priest or whatever. He has somebody in his church come to him. He's a troubled person and he gives him a flash drive and he says, take this. My mom is coming for me. Don't let her find it. Don't let her find it. Whatever, blah, 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 blah. And he says, this is the last time I'm covering for you. And he doesn't know what's on the flash drive. And he forgets about it and he has it in his pocket and takes it home. So he sets it on the table and this woman who's his son's tutor, which is the woman who was with the journalist in the train and they're British. Uh, she picks up the flash drive and she thinks it's the sons and she puts it in the, the computer and it has uh, underage stuff on it. That's bad. And so she thinks it belongs to the son and she freaks out and the dad sees it and he tries to cover up for his son. Like, no, that's not his. Cause it legitimately wasn't. It was that weirdo from the church. But now this woman thinks it's the sons. So he locks this woman in his basement because he he doesn't want his son to go to jail for something that's not his, which trying to protect his son. And then it comes to like, now he has this prisoner who he's beating up. Well, not beating up. She's beating herself up. And now that journalist who's British and that whole family's British, she's going to Stanley Tucci in jail because he's like a criminal investigator who killed his wife on death row, but now he's in jail. So she's getting his help. Who's he's fully American in American prison. And then she goes back to the British news 
person's like uh, a part. It, none of it makes any fucking sense. <laughs> and like the whole time, like everything's spiraling out of control all over this, you know, child stuff that this priest is. High, and you're just like, dude, just tell the fucking truth. <laughs> and like it like starts spiraling out of control. And then it gets to the point where the son murders the woman in the basement to protect his dad. And like, it's like a series of just stupid wrong decisions that would never ever fucking happen for really bad dramatic effect. And then you don't know where the fuck it takes place. It's a terrible fucking show. Well, I can tell you uh, where it says they filmed it. It was all in England or England or London. That's where they filmed it. But whether or not that's where it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so my, my pet peeve, I, I've started watching the new Willow series on Disney Plus. Um, like Willow Smith? No, 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 no. Like, remember the old movie Willow? Yeah, With... like, I'm on a horse, Harry. Look at me, Harry Potter. <laughs> yes, Harry Potter before Harry Potter was a thing. Yeah. What was Warwick Davis? Yes, so they've Kilmer now come out. That, right? with, yes, before Val Kilmer blew up like a freaking balloon. Cancer, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> you can make fun of his fucking fatness for all those uh, liver dying and all the cancers he had. Well, I mean, it's true. He blew up like a freaking balloon. Yeah. Things and that happened was before to your body anybody... when trying to live. Well, I mean, nobody knew it was cancer before. They would, they always call Half of your fat. body's fighting to die and the other half's fighting to live. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, the fat one. Um, so anywho, the, the thing I have an issue with, so it's based <laughs> around his character's kids. Yeah. So they live, so this is supposed to take place, I'm guessing in England or London mm-hmm. or some Scotland. Uh, I'm pretty sure it? Willow was, I'm pretty sure Willow was in Scotland. I yeah I don't know I just know there's castles over where they're put where they're at so I mean it doesn't say mm-hmm. it's in England but anywho Took so place you in have Wales. is it <clears throat> um, <clears throat> which which is near London England <clears throat> so anywho so you have Val Kilmer change who, your name to Christopher I, Scotland. <laughs> So you have Val Kilmer, who I have not yet seen in this series, so I don't know if he ends up showing up or not. But oh, so anywho. this is like based off the actual Willow from the movie Willow, Willow. Oh yeah, yeah. This okay. is this is literally years after Willow has taken place. Okay. So you have him and uh, who's American. Then you have his wife, who is English. British. British. <clears throat> they're kids who even though this takes place in England or Wales or where Scotland if you're Jim <clears throat> um <laughs> speak perfect English no no nothing he, i mean it's it's no, like they you don't you don't have any of the he bumped me on me tallywhacker nope nope his kids per- speak Perfect English, as if they were born right here in the U.S. of A. Hmm. So can I be honest about something? Only if you're fair. Uh, 
When I was little, I will, I will be as fair as possible. <laughs> so when I was a young lad, I I did see Willow a time or two when I was a young lad, right? One of my favorite movies. Um, It was a horror movie to me. <laughs> Why? Because of the midgets? Yep. Yep. <laughs> young Jim just did not jive with that. Something was not right, and it scared the shit out of me. And then little sausage fingers haunted me <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying I was a young kid who didn't know better. I was I was young and like every I was sheltered at that point. <laughs> I can't so, remember if any of them had any watermelon log heads. Well, see, everything that I say isn't like an insult or me being mean about something. It's me <laughs> quoting something famous. So when I when I make the reference of the sausage fingers, that's in reference to, uh, that's in reference to the movie Bad Santa when they were describing Billy Bob Thornton's little elf, and John Ritter said he's not one of those, you know, not the little sausage finger types, you know, the the normal looking type ones. So when I say something, I'm not being offensive and disrespectful. I'm quoting shit, and people are still seem to funny, fucking, or you know. I don't care. Still funnier and shit. Well, I, people misunderstand me, then they get all mad and say that Jim's something that he's not, just some quoting shit. But uh, are they really sausage I, I fingers though? If, if they're that small, aren't they like the little little weenies? Vienna sausages are still sausages, Chris. <laughs> Pizza, you look perplexed. <laughs> just, I'm trying to comprehend. <laughs> Are you trying to comprehend what Willow is? Because we can explain that. He looks like Rocky Dennison's little brother. That's probably the most accurate description anybody's ever given anything in life. <laughs> oh, oh boy. <laughs> you know, I just want you guys to be aware that there's going to be a day when cancel culture is going to come at us really hard. Harder than the way your uncle came at you when you were four. <laughs> mm, can't wait. Are you, are you familiar with the um, comedian Theo Vaughn? I love yes. Theo Vaughn. I just I remember I saw like some little interview thing and they they were asking him, you know, who are who's a fictional character that you know that you could beat up in real life? And he <laughs> he said Rocky Dennis. <laughs> I love the his shit. He just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> it's just like Jesus, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Theo Vaughn just he's one of my favorites, definitely. Hey, I got a question. What is uh, uh, the worst movie that you guys can think of that you still love watching? Like the absolute most dog shit movie. Oh. I thought you were going to say the worst movie I've ever seen, and I, I was going to go with Crash. Because <laughs> well, that, that is a movie I absolutely cannot and will never, ever again attempt to watch. Crash? Yes. Thank you. 
I was one of the ones that hated that. Everybody acted like that was so fucking phenomenal. Dude, everybody, no, everybody I've talked to has thought the same thing, that it was a complete ass movie and that it had mm-hmm. no point or, or direction. I uh, Road Trip for me. It's that's, not a great movie by any means, but I love it. That's a that's a very good answer, and it's not far from mine. I I I mean, I can't think of one really, but when you say road trip, I guess one that kind of pops to mind is uh, the European trip or whatever that was. Euro trip, Euro trip, yeah, Euro yeah. trip, yeah. I, I would say Freddie got fingered. Oh. <laughs> what an absolute steaming pile of dog shit but it's I still love it where he's playing the piano with all the fucking meats that, well when you were talking about the sausage fingers that's what I was that's <laughs> I, so do you guys like uh, Anthony Jeselnik um, I, I, I can honestly say I don't know who that is I know oh my who, God. It, who it is, but I'm not like ultra familiar with his work. So he is just like a really offensive comedian with one-liners, like shock value stuff. But he had a video today on his TikTok that just had me rolling. And like his delivery, the way he delivers things too, because he's real slow and melatonin. But he's like, when I was younger in my teens, me and my friends we got arrested for vandalizing a graveyard and tens of thousands of dollars of damage. We really did a number, but we had a great lawyer. Our lawyer worked her magic and got all the charges lowered. So we ended up only getting charged with criminal trespassing and necrophilia. <laughs> like his jokes are awesome. Like, uh, what was the one that he did about grandmas? Hold on. I w- okay, so I. Okay, I guess I'm, he I'm gonna started with as a writer for Jimmy Fallon, huh? Yeah, he does roast. I'm gonna play one for you. I don't know what this is, but oh I'm gonna Lord. turn the I'm gonna turn the volume up, and we're gonna see where it goes. Oh Lord! My mom got diagnosed with Parkinson's, and my dad just gave up immediately said i can't deal with this i can't live like this and packed up his car so as a 13 year old boy i had to be the one to roll up my sleeves and say okay guess i'm going with dad (laughs) god dang it's fucking great he did the roast of Donald Trump, Charlie Sheen, and Roseanne Barr, huh? Yeah, yeah, he's on most of the on those. Yeah, he's one of my favorites. Him and Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr does some of the. He was on some of the roasts. I love Pete Davidson. He's funny as fuck, though. He, he is. You ever yeah. watch him on the roast, though? Yeah, yeah. Uh, remember when Ann Coulter was like trying to roast him, and he just sat there. <laughs> he was such a. Everybody was a dick to Ann Coulter. But he like when she tried to roast him, he just looks at her. Ah, good one, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, if you're here, who's fucking guarding the crops? <laughs> <laughs> Willow. I have, I have 
appreciate how open he is about um, his dad dying in 9-11. Yeah, but what's even funnier is when Jimmy Carr gets up there and he says, I thought this was the Rose of David Hasselhoff, not Pete Davidson's dad. That was in 2001. (laughs) Oh, geez. (laughs) That was awesome. Yeah, he always makes jokes about his dad dying in 9-11. Wow. So, Pizza. Yes, sir. Are you playing multiplayer, or are you playing Warzone or DMZ? I'm playing Fortnite. <laughs> really? Really? Because I, I, my thing says you're on Call of Duty all the time. That's because, Mine does, uh, too. That's because Fortnite is uh, starting a new season, so they are uh, offline until tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, last week when I saw you on, I said Call of Duty. <laughs> I haven't played Call of Duty. Um, I downloaded it the week it came out, and I played it, and then I haven't played it since until today. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it always tells us you're in Call of Duty. That's why I sat there. I was, I was like, well, Joe, I'm going to send pizza an invite. And yeah, we never invite, get a response. Never that's get a response. That's because I'm not getting them because I ain't in the game. <laughs> well, it says you are. <laughs> So when you are in the game, what are you playing? Um, eh, mostly the uh, Wars, Warzone, the BR. But I got to be honest, I don't like it. What? I don't like well, it. Well, are you going in there solo or are you going in there with a squad? Uh, never, never a squad. If anything, I've been playing with Lacey's brother. So duos. But I just I don't care for the game. I just don't do like you, the game. Do you have proxy chat on? No. Well, I I had it a few times just for the for the laughs, but I usually turn it off. Oh man, we have a lot of fun with the we, proxy yeah, chat. Yeah, we we have a lot of fun with the proxy chat. But I tell you, me and Jim, we, oh, God damn, Jim, that night that we spent most of the time underwater trying to run from those. I think that mm-hmm. was probably one of my fun, most fun that I had in that round. Really? I will say this. Yeah, because it was like we were sitting there trying to run from this team that was like behind us in the gas, and the only way we could get away from them was kept, we kept diving underwater to get away from them. I'm certain that it's the internet that is causing my distaste for the game, but um, I I don't know, man. You you got me hooked on Fortnite a year ago, and now I'm just I'm a <laughs> Fortnite guy. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's it's, things which I is don't funny like about because it. I haven't been in Fortnite in forever. And I know Mr. Beast is going to be in the new one, new season. Yeah, Mr. Beast, Hulk, and uh, the Gerard from The Witcher. I just don't have an interest in Fortnite anymore now that uh, the new Warzone's out. It just, uh, which is funny because Jim was the one that always kept telling me. You need to play Fortnite with me and Grayson. You need to play Fortnite yeah. with me and Grayson. And I'd finally I, jump over there. No. I still like it. I still like it, but it's just like when you have so much time, you're going to put it towards the one that you like more. Right. Like I said, I, I know that it's my internet that is hindering my experience because the, the lag is just un, unbelievable. But uh, I, I don't like the movement. I'm not super big fan of the guns i don't really care for the map i think the map is just it's all the same keep in mind i don't know how you guys play but it's not one that you can run and gun like the last game 
this is definitely one where you have to take your time and be strategic about how you uh, go about eliminating teams. It definitely takes more teamwork than last game where it's like last game you could sit there and, you know, you could have a squad of four and then, you know, one of your guys goes 300 meters away from you and fights one on four. On that note, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of wanting to jump on a play now. I'm excited. Like, Hey, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You almost canceled the uh, podcast. (laughs) I did. I know. All right. (laughs) You're like, I'm getting ready to just play Warzone. (laughs) (laughs) well maybe one of these days you'll have a solid internet connection to really enjoy it and play with us and enjoy i'm uh i'm still gonna get on like as soon as we disconnect from this because uh (laughs) fortnite's down but yeah because uh because my main squeeze is out of town so i gotta gotta call the side honey (laughs) so who, who are you gonna play with well, if you guys would like to um, deal with uh, me bebopping and scatting around the map like I'm Sammy Davis Jr. and then randomly disconnecting. <laughs> oh, my God. Did that I send that video to, to you, Jim, with, Sam, with Sammy Davis and uh, Kareem? Or no, who was it? was it? No, it wasn't Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, God. Was it Bill Bill Russell? I don't I know. Remember. Send it to me. Send it to me. Oh, my we'll God. Out. There, well, I saw I saw a clip and it was like him in a boxing ring with like I want to say like Bill Russell or somebody and he sat there and he's like and, and they introduced him as Tiny something and Sammy Davis turns around to his corner and he goes Tiny that guy is anything but Tiny he's like no I I got him he goes in there bops him right over the head he's like okay okay get back up. Goes in there, gets bopped again. And he's, and finally, he goes, okay, you know what? I know what's going to take him down. He goes over and he whispers something to him and he just falls over. And like, what did you say? Oh, I'll, sa- I'll send you the clip. It's funnier than hell. I'm going to get some Kool-Aid refill and I'm going to meet you guys in Warzone. Is Kool-Aid code for alcohol? No, I haven't had time to stop and get anything. So I've been drinking. <laughs> I've been so fucking exhausted. This is brew time, guys. This isn't the the Kool-Aid kids. (laughs) Ah. Sorry. I've been busy at work. Look at that. See that eye right there? It's barely open. It's tired. So, yeah. I'll meet you guys over there. Sounds good. Already, You guys, uh, pizza? In case anybody forgot, we we do have a Facebook page. People should stop by and visit. Yeah, stop in, say hi. Uh, you can send your private uh, deck picks to Chris. Hey, hey. S- slide into the DMs. Yeah, send it to our uh, Twitter account at Brew Time, guys. Yeah, we'll try to do this again next week. Sounds good. Pizza is Bye. always lovely. Yeah, I miss you, Pizza. Time. It's nice yeah. to see your face again. It's nice. Tell to your see lovely you. wife that I said thank you for being a guest. Yeah, I'll I'll let her know. I'm sure that'll just really stroke her ego. <laughs> next week she'll have her own headset and shit trying to fucking t-tap in the back of <laughs> that'd be awesome be standing behind him <laughs> sounds like a plan to me well you fellas have a good week you too Absolutely. You around the bend hi guys
Christian, no damage.